A group of scientists in the Antarctic discover a secret passage into an unknown civilization at the center of the Earth where Nazis are rebuilding themselves to stay alive. We watch the 2012 Asylum film, Nazis at the Center of the Earth, on this week's episode of Bottom of the Barrel. internet dwellers and welcome to another amazing episode of bottom of the barrel the show where we find lesser known but sometimes amazing films on netflix and hulu and review them for your enjoyment i am your host as always jeff bell and welcome to another week of the show yay obligatory silence (laughs) which at this point is required (laughs) yes every time that you yay i'm gonna be quiet yes or come in a little delayed (laughs) (laughs) Just enough to make it weird. Yes. And just make it enough. Yes. So this week, there is no special guest. We hate guests. We hate guests. No, we don't hate guests. They're stupids. Because guests are nice. Because people are dedicating their time to coming onto the show to, you know, to help us. Okay. But to be fair, it takes longer to watch the movies we watch than to actually be on the show. This is true. This is very true, actually. So So really, they're committing time to watching a movie and then they just happen to talk about it to us. A lot of dedication. A lot of dedication. Yeah. So, well, we haven't even recorded for like two weeks, Jeff. This is very true. People uh. who are listening to this uh, right now in the comfort of their own home slash car slash outside jogging or wherever it is that you go when you listen work. to the show at work. Uh, a lot of people do listen to it at work. The gym, standing gym, in line to get gym. your coffee. Really? See, I would hate that. To listening to don't, the podcast? Don't listen to stuff when you're in line for things. I think that's annoying. Because you shouldn't you be paying attention to the person who is serving right. you, right? Instead of like, or being on the phone pisses right. me off. Well, so I didn't on. say I do it. I'm just saying. Jeffrey, would you knock <laughs> the hell off? <laughs> Why is it always me? <laughs> so, so no. So this week we bitch. do not have any special guests. It is just myself and of course, Monsieur Casey. I can get the cat. You want the cat? <laughs> special guest. Price. Price. <laughs> He's on the futon. Yeah, shake the food box. So this week we watched another movie suggested by Dan, which you, you would think. Lots of, okay, what? so far, okay. Dan, your record has been you picked the actual good movies. <laughs> and well, I'm the one that picks the terrible ones. It can't all be gold. <laughs> I mean, now, this one I did, in fact, have. Uh, this one's actually been on my bed. Netflix. Boom, that Q- happened. What? So two out of three ain't bad. Oh, that happened. Meatloaf reference. <laughs> Busting out the meatloaf references. How many meatloaf references have you made? None. I don't think so. Yeah, I win. <sighs> Lace sigh. You know, I would do anything, yep. but I won't do that. I mean, really, come on. Make references to meatloaf. That was one. Anyways, so this week, Dan... Oh, yeah, it was. <laughs> it was a meatloaf reference. I didn't even realize it. <laughs> it was subtle. Good threw reference. It, threw it in there, sir. It was obvious or something. <laughs> or something along those lines. Yeah. So this week, we do not have a guest. We just have ourselves, and Dan picked out the movie Nazis at the Center of the Earth. Which... Come on, how awesome is that title? <laughs> which is, in fact, what drew me to add it to my Netflix queue a while ago, was just because it was called nazis at the center of the earth i'm like come on it's that's fair it's nazis and they kind of look like zombies and they're at the center of the earth which is the best place for them to be yay so the, the, the plot's a little convoluted there's a lot of subplots to this film for some reason <laughs> unnecessary subplots mm-hmm. um, but it is from uh, anybody who has listened by chance to the past episodes of bottom of the barrel uh this time last year i actually spent the entire month i do believe doing the asylum movies or actually it might have been november sorry the entire yeah. month doing asylum movies month this movie is another the asylum production the asylum which is known for such 
such amazing, amazing films as, uh, okay. you know, the Transmorphers uh-huh. and Alien vs. Hunter, which I already reviewed that one. Uh-huh. Um, I Am Omega. Uh-huh. They did do a journey to the center of the earth. Uh, I'm sure it was just as amazing. The Did day, they reuse any shots? I probably. They probably used mm. half of it. That mm. whole like establishing shot, like looking in at the camp, is probably all just <laughs> all from that. Uh, other films, amazing films, as the 18 year old virgin. The why is that a weird movie? I don't. I don't know. The, that seems like most people. <laughs> most people in general. Like most people are 18 year old virgins. They do have their own series that make that that are their own version of the Paranormal Activity films, or it's Paranormal yeah. Entity, and they've made like parts. They made like sequels to it unofficially that kind of reference other existing films. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty bad. Um, I don't know uh, why you're reviewing this part of this. It seems you know because I want to let people know what they're going to expect. If you have seen any of those, or if you've at least heard of them, the Asylum is known really well for making movies mm-hmm. that are that are similarly titled and Touch. with graphic that cover art that kind of looks like big blockbusters uh-huh. and releasing them slightly before the actual move the the big budget film would come out uh in theaters or on video so it purposely gets people to accidentally buy their movies and that is how they've made their money that's how Mm. these companies these these this company's made it because they've been around for the last 10 15 years or so making just terrible films oh they made sharknado that's a modern reference for everybody oh so they made something that actually like people will understand and yes get well, these movies have been around for a while. You just go on Netflix, you'll find these films, believe me. It's pretty bad. Right. So, but we watched this movie. We watched uh-huh. Nazis at the Center of the Earth. Here is uh I That's the longest you've ever taken. I know, to just it. to get into it. I you know look at all these awesome, terrible movies that Asylum makes. Well, You're like an asylum fanboy. I kind of I think a part of me is. I think I mm. I, I hate the asylum so much that I love it. That doesn't make you sad a little bit? You no, know, it does. I didn't say it didn't make me sad. <laughs> okay. Are you me, sure about that? No, it makes me a little sad. Don't worry. All right. So here's IMDb's official summary of the film, mm-hmm. written by the official site, too, for this movie. Researchers in Antarctica are abducted by a team of masked stormtroopers. They are dragged deep underground to a hidden continent in the center of the Earth. Please he, notice that they are not actual stormtroopers. No. <laughs> No, they are not, because that would make this movie a lot better. Oh, yeah. here totally. They no, shoot like them. But... Yeah, they do shoot like them. Yeah. Here, Nazi survivors, their bodies, a horrifying patchwork of decaying and regenerated flesh, are planning for the revival of the Third Reich. Fourth. Mm. Whatever. The official summary says third, so... Yeah. But uh, that's pretty much the plot of the film. They are not zombies. No, not technically. But they kind of... They're zombies. They're zombies. If you like, look, they got zombie makeup on. They just don't. They're not actually called zombies, right? Because right. they're actually. What do they say? They're, they they just keep regenerating, or they keep like patching themselves up as the year yeah. goes by. Years go by. That's they're kind like, of the uh, plot. What is it? Brundlefly or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. You don't make Brundlefly references? No. You know, usually no. don't. Usually, right. usually kind of hold off on that a little bit. But well, uh, you know, whatever. But so okay, so Dan, let's 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 discuss this film. Discuss this film. This film go is disgusting. Oh, bam! <laughs> oh, boom. look burn. at that tagline. We're done. Now I can watch Face Off. Wow. Okay. Well, thanks everybody for listening to this episode. It <laughs> <laughs> was a nice, short, sweet. I hope everyone enjoyed it. This is what it, uh, this is just a precursor to one of our new podcasts. We're eventually going to get around to doing because I thought the title was hilarious. Called Max or Push the Button Max. Yes. Where I'm going to randomly use my PlayStation to pick a movie and then watch it and then talk about it on. 
the internet. I think it's a great idea. I just like the name of it. <laughs> it's the only reason I was like, this is funny. Because it's from The Great Rex. Race, which is a great movie that everyone should watch. Yes, by the way, folks, if Dan ever recommends a movie, go please watch it. go watch it. It's, it's only good things. Yeah. It's pretty good. It Unless he is. tells you it's going to be shite, then just accept it. it's going to be shite and then go enjoy it for what it is. <laughs> which Speaking is... of which, Nazis at the center of the earth. <laughs> pretty shite. <laughs> so, <laughs> I started watching this movie one day. Yes, you started watching and it the before opening I scene there, where it's just the horrendous special effects. I was like, we have to watch this. Because it's obvious, okay, like, you know how like, oh, this is obviously CG, like the crappy CG in Spider-Man? Yeah, not the not the new one, not the Amazing Spider-Man, the new the one with uh, what's his face, Tobey Maguire. Okay, yep, yep. Which I don't like. Where he's like, that's obviously CG, where like because like his back bends in half, and you're like, humans don't do that <laughs> because it's this bend, is yeah. one of those times where it's like this is CG, and if you make that statement, you should get punched in the face <laughs> because it's such obviously obviously terrible yeah. terrible CG, right? That's what you're saying. Oh. And, and like, but it's like self-aware terrible CG. Like, you could tell they're like, you know, this is good enough. We're portraying what we need to portray. Next scene. It's almost, it, it, it is borderline like it's the animatic. Like, this is what we want this scene to kind of look like, but right. we didn't spend a lot of time actually dedicated to the effects, and they just went, eh, it looks okay. I don't, I've seen the animatics that come out for, like, Iron Man. And <laughs> those look pretty good, even for animatics. They're like... <laughs> The, like, I, this this is just to show that what we can do and even what we could do in like two minutes is pretty <laughs> awesome. Now, that's not saying that all of them, like most of the CG in the movie is terrible. Yeah. But there is... A, the explosions look nice. Yeah, the explosions, which yeah. I think usually... I think it's kind of hard to screw up the explosions, mostly because I'm pretty sure they just grabbed like the action essentials from video no, copilot. They, uh, they did particle. Um, <laughs> they created rooms and then they did actual particle explorations using different speeds of different particles and which you can do inside blender and open source 3d <laughs> animation software which is available freely at blender.org this message uh, brought to you by blender nope just dan <laughs> just dan he thinks it's a cool program and does awesome things even though you can't stand it for I, some reason i can't stand it i can't help it i've tried i've tried numerous times i just can't you said it was the controls right yeah it's the controls if okay, i okay did you turn on the 3ds max yes, control set yes i did and it's, then it's the exact same no, freaking controls as the most recent release of 3ds max it wasn't the exact and it was not yours you was it, when did you go to school hey it's been a while right okay but so you don't Shush. think that the version may have changed? <laughs> Shut your hole. Has <laughs> Adobe Photoshop key, hotkeys stayed exactly the same through all of its iterations? Most of them. Mm. <laughs> Not all of them. So Nazis so, at the center of the earth. <laughs> Nazis at the center. Nazis with the bad 3D engines. So it's terrible, um, terrible CG in, yeah, in a lot again, of spots. It's not like they like had a bunch of budget and they were going to do some awesome things with it. It's $200,000 budget. Is that how much they had? I was just going to ask that's, that. That's what Wikipedia is throwing oh, at me. Gosh. I closed that tab. Dumbass. <laughs> which which about is about right. Because, I mean, again, these movies generally film for, for, for the asylum type films. It takes them about a month or maybe two months of filming. Twelve days. Okay. Even less. <laughs> yep. Less so, than four months to make. Oh, $2,000. $200,000. $2, That's a cheap movie. <laughs> $200,000, which probably like 180 of it's Jake Boosie. I'm pretty and sure it, it is. A 12-day shoot. Which means, okay, so they probably spent a month building the sets. Yep. Would be my guess. So, okay, mm -hmm. the two sets that they use. <laughs> right. Um, and then, and then 12 days worth of filming, and then the rest of the time was probably just editing. 
yeah. and doing the visual effects and, and the special yeah, yeah, effects. Yeah. So it and it you can it doesn't look bad for a movie that is twelve days in and production. It says uh, four weeks of visual oh. effects shots done. Effects were completed in just four weeks. My goodness. With the amount of stuff that happens, yes. to be fair, that is pretty actually Im- pretty impressive to yes. do that in four weeks. I mean, just to render that crap out would have taken a week sometimes. Oh, you yeah. Know? Yes, yes, definitely. And I mean, if you if, when you're watching the movie, the, the, the level of graphics, especially like in the end sequence, the quality of the graphics, I kind of feel are on par with um, probably like a, like a PS... What, do you think like a PS2 game? Yeah... You think of like like a cutscene from a PS2 video game, like kind of along those lines, or like a low end PS2 game? Okay, because PS2 is actually a really relatively powerful system, right? Compared right. to some other things, so it would be along those lines. Like that's the that's the type of graphics that we're getting uh-huh. <laughs> from this movie, which yeah, is impressive that it's four weeks and they had everything done for for the visual effects. So no, man, you what, know what I I would say it looks like. Uh, hang on. I got to look up when it came out. I'm going to do a really weird reference for you. Oh, so there was a movie, no. there was a, a game called Jedi Academy that came out. Yes. 2000. Uh, that happened in Star Wars, in the Star Wars universe. Yep. That was 2013. So the one before that, which was Jedi Knight Outcast, would have come. Oh, shoot. Uh, Are you doing the live action CG stuff? Are you doing no, that no, one? no. That was just Jedi Knight. Okay. Jedi Knight Outcast is the one that came after oh, that. Oh, that's right. Where they went back to all the CG. And they brought back... They see, Well, the first... Okay, so Dark Knight had no real CG elements. They just did kind of static... It wasn't 3D. Right. right? It was 2D topology because that's what the technology... We're really discussing this. This is happening... <laughs> <laughs> gentle listeners well if they've listened um, to the show so far they're understanding that we do we tend to just kind of go off on our own tangent for a right. while i would put them on par with um yeah outcast i think jedi night outcast <laughs> the video game but they have better smoothers true yeah so their smoothers are better but the graphic output is about as good as you could get out of <laughs> jedi night outcast the cut screens from jedi night outcast so the which so, is an awesome game oh instantly. yes Oh yes, I thoroughly enjoyed those games. Those Developed were by very Raven good Software. Games. Where is Raven Software based? Madison, Madison, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. I don't know if they still exist anymore. Either, I think they do. That's how I checked. So, Raven Software's official site. Skip this <laughs> we're just advertising everybody else right now. So let's oh, talk. Oh shit! Really? They're working on ghosts? Apparently. Wow. <laughs> Dan looked up their website. <laughs> Hell yeah, I did. So I tried to get you a job there back. Yes, in the you day. did, and I applied, and they did not. Uh, they did not hire me. Not surprising. Yeah, not at all. Because uh, I don't know how to use Blender. <laughs> <laughs> that's not why they didn't hire you. I'm sure. No. Because that's the Unity engine, and they don't use any. Never mind. So um, this movie. What were we talking about? <laughs> Nazis at the center of the earth. Oh, we were talking about the CG in this particular yes. movie. That's what we were talking about. Yeah. It's pretty, it's, yeah, so that's that's your level of, of CG. That's what you got for it. Don't go into this expecting it to be an amazing, an amazing CG, CG, I tried using that. CG? I tried using that as a word. That's not Don't a word. do it. CG. <laughs> uh, CG filled movie. So don't, don't expect that. It's not at all. But what you can expect is awesome scientific pieces of wisdom. Oh yes, they're very, very articulate in this particular movie. Yes, they are, and I and I'm a part of me almost wonders as we were discussing while watching it if the writer has got some sort of like medical degree or if he just did a incredibly 
like yeah. detailed uh, lookup, like for information, because the stuff that he came up with right. for for when the uh, oh, I'm not even I can't remember the characters' names. That's how much I cared about these people. Um, when it was uh, uh, Paige, when I think it was Paige, when she's laying on the mm-hmm. operating table near the beginning, yeah, and uh, they're like she's she's like just going off on this whole like big doctor spiel about what he could what the doctor could be doing instead to keep the to keep the 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 the, the nazis non-zombie nazis from like deteriorating and it's it it all sounded logical yeah like it sounded good yeah it did i believed it i I, i'm like all right (laughs) what she said must be true right now yeah and so obviously the the guy who wrote it did his research at least or as some sort anyway (laughs) or or as i commented maybe this is what he's using uh his doctor degree on is just to write movies yeah but uh, it sounded realistic. Now, now that coming from that character sounded realistic. However, every time that Jake Busey attempted to give some sort of scientific nugget, uh-huh. <laughs> not so much. He yeah. he kind of like just kind of like rattled off kind of generic scientific. Yeah. Do you think it's the Busey of it all? I think it might be. You think I, it's, it might just be that it's Gary Busey. You're like, I don't know about that. <laughs> so it's just it's just what you happens. Sure about that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, when you are Gary Busey's son, you you don't entirely have you know. Yeah. You're kind of coming off of some other stuff. So, but yeah. and every time he said any kind of piece of like scientific thing, I just. My first thought was science with Jake Busey because it just because <laughs> like I wrote down one of his one of his things that he said he's like the ice is clear but the water's blue that's the ocean and like that's one of the lines in this movie <laughs> that that's a, that that those words were said by Mister <laughs> by Mister Busey himself it was it's like really <laughs> uh. and then they even paused. Like, he was expecting someone to say science yeah. with Jake B. Like, it was just, it was ridiculous. Right. Oh, when he bends down and, like, check, like he sees the blood in the snow, and he's like, it's blood! <laughs> <When he Yeah>. looks- <laughs> Every once in a while, he would say this thing, and it was like, I don't know, how, why do you talk like that? <laughs> it's really weird, man. He doesn't talk normal at all. No, no. every once in a while, you're just like... But, hell, son. So, basically, what happens is there's they're, they're down in Antarctica... Uh, these people who apparently do not know how to dress for Antarctica. No, they know how to dress. <laughs> they know how to dress to look good. They know how to dress. It's just they don't plan for their environment very well. Because <laughs> they all look gorgeous. They have nice jeans on. That one girl has some really nice jeans. Very form-fitting. They're flattering to her legs. Yes. Uh, but she's wearing like a t-shirt. And she's got these thin little gloves on. You know, like the little gloves that, that little kids have that are, don't ever do anything. <laughs> Those gloves. Those gloves. They're super thin. They're like they're not like, they're not like man gloves, you know. No, like the gloves that my wife wears. And then she complains that her hands are cold. And I say, well, where's the better gloves? And then she says, but these are cute. Those <laughs> those kind of gloves. Now keep in mind, keep in mind that the average summer temperature in Antarctica is uh-huh. 36 degrees out. Now who's looking shit up? Now for <laughs> I had to. <laughs> uh-huh. Now for those of us that live in Wisconsin in the Midwest, eh. that's not that bad. You no. could you could produce which pull pull like a light jacket over you know maybe a hat if you're a little chilly you can go out you're okay but yeah. these people probably they don't look like they've ever been in a cold climate in their life mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> it doesn't mm-hmm. look like they know what a tundra even is and yeah. the outfits that they're wearing at one point the dude doesn't even have like his parka hat on like a hood up yeah he's just his barriers are exposed like his head's open. 
uh, not his head. So his not head is not literally opened. opened. No, that's his later. head does not. Uh, that no, that's somebody else. <laughs> yeah, somebody else entirely. That guy just has something <laughs> unfortunate. Okay, we. It's, how many? <laughs> you know what? Blanket spoiler warning <laughs> for the rest of the podcast. You guys all got. Let's see here. How far did we get in? <laughs> Wait for it. No, I want to give it exactly twenty minutes since I started recording. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just giving it silence at this point. <laughs> How far away are you from 20 minutes? Would you be quiet for a second? Why? <laughs> I'm almost there. Because <laughs> we didn't start for like a minute. So. Oh, that's true. That's true. I can't go off of my counter. Just, I'm not going to be dead silent on the Dead podcast. silence is fine. <laughs> Jeff, just stop laughing. I can't. It's only like 30 more seconds. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so for those of you who are listening right now, we are waiting for the official 20 minute timestamp. To start talking about the spoilers. Because I do have a big spoiler, especially in my drinking section. A big spoiler. It's a big spoiler. <laughs> it's a big spoiler. <laughs> it's a mecha spoiler. It is a giant mecha spoiler. It's a mecha spoiler. spoiler. Oh! oh! Like, if you had seen this movie, you'd understand. <laughs> and you'll understand it, like... 30 seconds when I tell you what it is. We're not going to do that right away. No, I'll hold it. I got to hold I gotta, that back. That's like our catch. So people continue to listen to the rest of the episode. It is our catch. So you have to listen almost for... a minute of spoilers. <laughs> he gets shot and evaporated. Okay. So that's the only good. We, we hit the time frame. Um, <laughs> I love that. There was literally no, no pause between it happening. And oh, you well, get... I hit the timestamp and I said, I'd start talking. All right. So, uh, that's the only awesome visual effects that happen in this film. I'm pretty sure. Yes. Are like, they have these guns and they shoot this like blue energy ball and it like makes you disappear into a really cool spiral. Yep. Like just kind of cool looking from where it hits you. And then it kind of just burns out, but it doesn't yeah. burn. It's just this blue disintegration. <laughs> And it it did it it literally looked it really did look cool. There was a couple times that they didn't use it for some reason. Uh, four weeks. That's why. <laughs> That's a good they point. Had four weeks to do all the visual effects. I'm like, eh, we're not getting this one. <laughs> good point. They're just like, just have uh, them fall over. It's fine. <laughs> it's good enough. It's close enough, right? It's okay. Yeah. Right? No worries. Yeah, yeah. So, but it, 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 yeah, it's it was probably the best visual effect in the entire movie. And then, well, there's one, there's one Nazi later on that only gets hit in the arm. And it yeah. only happened to his arm. Well, maybe the rest of him wasn't organic. Because we uh. notice it's like the... It's okay, so there's an episode of the Amazing Spider-Man, the cartoon series, mm-hmm. where... Who is it? Who's the lizard guy? Richard Connors, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, he comes up with a laser that only shoots either organic or inorganic material, depending upon like a switch. Okay. Which seems kind of silly. Like, why would you put them into the same weapon? Yeah, wouldn't you just have two separate weapons? I guess, but he, maybe he's just trying to be efficient. He probably he's only sp- got one arm. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But <laughs> as the lizard, he has both arms. <laughs> well, I don't think the lizard really has the wherewithal to be using some sort of organic slash inorganic laser. All right, fair enough. <laughs> also, that's a tiny little switch. You'd have trouble with those big claw things. <laughs> that's true. Just, ah, just, I can't get it. Can't smash it. I need to it. calm down. <laughs> okay, get it. Get, <laughs> make it angry again. again. Uh, <laughs> so they said that they're i mean what is it mengala pulls up the thing one time yeah his his hat and apparently he doesn't have hair because he pulls up his thing and it's like a metal plate right yep like that dude in uh wild wild west oh yes 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 yeah 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 which man we could watch that movie it's bottom of the barrel too if you wanted <laughs> that would totally work for me <laughs> but, but only we'd force everyone to watch the first evening with kevin smith first <laughs> Just so they could hear the John Peters giant spider, giant spider story. story. Yeah. <laughs> so there's required viewing before you listen to this episode. Before you listen to this episode, please access YouTube, search for <laughs> Kevin Smith Superman. Kevin Smith Superman. 
Oh, no, you have to change it because he's already been commenting on the new Superman, too. Oh, that's true. That's true. So, uh, so you'd have to... Uh, the Kevin Smith Tim Burton Superman. No, it wasn't Tim Burton Superman. That was Tim Burton Batman. No, no, no. Tim Burton did the Superman. He was going to do it with Nicolas Cage. Oh, that's right. And there's that picture of him in the uh, black... Yeah, the weird... Matrixy leather... <laughs> Superman oh, outfit. You should put that. Just <laughs> just confuse everyone who hasn't listened to the podcast yet. Why is there a picture of Nick Cage? In... Uh, on the... Do they watch <laughs> the a Nicolas Cage Superman movie? <laughs> God, I wish I could get the test footage that they did. Oh, that would be brilliant to see. I kind of hope that one day they release it. Like, I hope it's part of Nicolas Cage's, like, like last will and testament that when he dies, they release the hunts. <laughs> that stuff of it. <laughs> so uh. it's like, yep. That was Nicolas Cage, all right. <laughs> and that's the extent of everybody's remembrance. So the point is uh, that there's like metal pieces. So maybe he was just wasn't, he was more machine now than man. You yes. know, that kind of thing. Which I feel like there was definitely a lot of, like there was a handful of moments in this film that felt very Star Wars influenced. Yeah. Like, like what? Well, they're okay. They're running through the hallways, shooting more or less a laser pistol at each other. Yeah, because that never happens in sci-fi movies. Well, I know. I'm just saying, like, it's more recognizable in Star Wars, and like, there's obviously stormtroopers. But well, like, okay, but that to be fair, <laughs> the words stormtrooping. I right? know. I it's, know. Uh, I can't think of the actual German word, but it's basically like stormtrooping with a weird German accent. Uh, that the stormtroopers that George Lucas created came from that idea of Nazi stormtroopers because that's what they are actually called. Right, right, right. So to be fair, the Nazis came first. Yes, yes. I just, just Godwin the podcast. Yes, you did. <laughs> Shoot. Okay, so my last my last comment. <laughs> was, well, is when is when uh what what is the character's name? Was that uh, uh, I don't know. Oh my goodness, I am spacing. Who cares? Up. It's the dude who who gets missing in the beginning. They take his face off. Um, oh, Mark. Who, Mark? That's right, Wasn't it was Mark. Mark? Yeah. Mark? When the uh, I can't do it, Mark. When they find Mark at the end. So, spoiler, or surprise, Mark gets his face. No, no. Pulled he gets off. All, all of his skin. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Okay, so the mad genius science German scientist in the beginning of this movie. Joseph Mengele. Yes. He's like he he he's he captured Mark in the beginning. He cuts a single like mark across Mark's head. <laughs> and then Mark across Mark. Like Mark's Mark. Mark's Mark. Um, yeah. Not to be confused with Marky Mark. Of no, that's that's a bunch. different awesome person. <laughs> Altogether. Um, and his funky bunch. <laughs> he has a very funky bunch. Yes, his bunch is very funky. Which uh, Mark, in I our film, does not have a funky bunch. No, because it probably was no. removed. So the... Then the doctor did, you know how everybody like, like people will like to do that whole trick where they put a bunch of stuff on a table and then they yes. yank the blanket out from all the stuff on the table. The scientist somehow just grabbing that slight cut on the top of Mark's forehead yanks his entire body's worth of skin off in a single pull. And then proceeds to just leave his body alive for some reason. Yep. I don't know why. In a bathtub with an IV hooked up to him. So at the end, at the end, when they're, they're like the few survivors of the of the group, because they, they all go looking for Mark, they all get captured, blah, 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 and they, they escape. That's the plot. So when they all go look, they find him, and they pull back the blanket, and he looks like Anakin. 
Mm-hmm. from the end of revenge of the sith like he looks because yeah. he's missing an arm he's missing a leg he's all he's like really pissed yeah. at <laughs> mcgregor <laughs> all those things i wasn't sure why he's like i hate train spotting before he died but you know it's just you know when you're going you have to have a last thought and he really hated that movie apparently he no. really hated it and he <laughs> thought it was he thought it was dumb he thought it took too long the pacing was bad you know was that his opinion or was that your opinion dan <laughs> I haven't seen Train Spotting okay. in so long. I don't know how to make the joke. <laughs> it just it, it sounded a little more, you know, closer to home. Than... A little too on the nail for you. Yes, him. yes. That's why I was just, I was just kind of confused. So I, I, I couldn't tell you. I haven't seen it in so long. <laughs> I'm sure I'm accurate in some way, though. But so yeah, and they, so they escape. So okay, yeah. Now, <laughs> basically. The, the let's talk about let's talk about the center of the earth. Let's talk about this underground civilization. The center of the earth, yes. Which, as Dan pointed out, what did, uh-huh. what did the center of the earth look like? California. Yes, basically looked like California. Okay. Have you seen? All right. So we're gonna make a reference to the Firefly episode twice. Yes. So there's an episode of Firefly. I can't remember the name of it. It's the one where River gets kidnapped by okay. the townspeople, and there's a witch. And Jane's hanging out the spacecraft, and he really wants to shoot people because he doesn't want to come back for it. And uh, book gets shot. Was that safe? Yes, I think, I think it's that safe. was safe. Oh uh, yes, where sh- there's an un- yes, they go to a remote village. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Yep, yep, yep. That one. And that happens because then the next episode is when uh, it's uh, our Miss Jane or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. What's it called? Our Miss our Miss Reynolds. That's it. Our yep. Miss Jane. <laughs> <laughs> Completely different twist. Christina Hendricks. Apologies to (laughs) Joss Whedon, Nathan Fillion. Not so much. Never mind. Um, Not so much Adam Baldwin? (laughs) So there's a scene in there where uh, where there's a guy and he rips the skin off of a rabbit. Yep. Right? That's that's what happens to Mark. Mm -hmm. Reference number one. Yep. And then two... All the terrain in that thing looks exactly like the center of the earth. Yes. So, because <laughs> they're were literally they in the center of the earth. <laughs> they're, they're literally walking, like there's dirt and kind of just random weeds and and yeah. trees and stuff. Like they're just out. I mean, it's clearly California. Yeah. Because it also looks exactly like Mash. <laughs> it does. Which, which apparently for Korea. Yeah, I was gonna say apparently apparently Korea also looks like Southern California. <laughs> Little known fact. <laughs> Actually, to a certain extent, it does. <laughs> Based on the pictures I've seen, it does kind of look like Southern California. So they weren't that far off. Yeah, they were a little far off. There's too much <laughs> desert, but whatever. Uh, so, so yeah, all... the center of the earth is um, <sighs> it's a weird-looking place. You know what else I noticed? Hmm. It, if you look at the visuals that they were going for, yeah, there is mountains upside down, I'm pretty sure. To kind of To kind of have that... To kind of be like, oh, we're in the center of the Earth, so things are around us. That's true. There's not a sky. But, well, there really isn't. But there still somehow is a sun. Yeah. Which well, I, was... I think that's just like the uh, the light shining through the ice. Is that the what ice is clear, but the water behind it is blue. <laughs> and that's the ocean. Science with Jake Science Busey. Science with Jake Busey. <laughs> I like how you're like the guy from Futurama. Hello from the world of tomorrow. <laughs> I like doing that voice. It's fun. who doesn't. <laughs> um, it's always good to yeah. bust that out. Center of the earth, it's and it's warm because it's the center of the earth. Yes, so of clearly course. it's going to be warm. Plus, Arctic coats are really annoying to act in. 
Um, <laughs> they couldn't do all those cool running around scenes if they had the Arctic coats on. No, well, they did them all indoors, so it's not like they. <laughs> it's true. Not like it was a big stretch for the actors. That's true. Know, yeah. They all did it uh, indoors on about an inch of that fake plastic snow that you can buy at Christmas time in the bags. <laughs> oh, it's so that the opening drill bit scene where it's <laughs> we hit metal. Well, how could you not tell? You could look through the snow and find that out. Yeah, because when she you bends, lazy woman, she bends down and she just wipes away a little, like a tiny fraction of snow and they're on top of this plane wing is that what that was supposed to be or yeah something? it's the plane from the opening scene okay okay i'm sure that they like you know crashed or whatever and then it was like we're doing this thing it's gonna be awesome just watch nazi guys and i'm sure the nazi guys were like we're gonna like die <laughs> that was like, no 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 center of the earth check this shit out it's warm it's boom so warm you have no idea <laughs> that was dr Josef's like pitch to him when they landed he's like this is my island it's in the sun check this out in other words i hope those weren't exact words but it, it might have been like that. <laughs> it might have honestly oi, oi. been <laughs> although i did like the random jamaican guy they brought along i thought that was nice yes the random jamaican guy who i feel i feel like as i as i pointed out <laughs> I call I called him a poor man's Michael Jackson. Yeah, which, um, which was just rude. It was really. a little rude because yeah. <laughs> everybody should like Michael Jackson. Um, I don't oh. know where were you going with that. I, I, was, uh, I, I don't know. I'm a little you sad. came up with the whole poor man's Michael Jackson. I did. Insult. Well, and I also brought up the fact that everybody in this movie kind of looks like a sibling to another famous person or someone we reference. You or know, like, s- hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because basically like the guy who played um uh, who plays Lucas. Looks like oh the oh the I can't think of the actor's name. I really should have looked this up before I started talking about it. This is a good call. Um, just because it would have made life a wee wee bit easier, but um, would have made the conversation more interesting too. It, you know? it would have, but you know yeah. what? Our our talking has given me time to to possibly look it up and try to find well, what it is. It wouldn't be like I'm particularly doing that, so you have time to look no, it up. No, no, that would be. Oh, I remember that'd what be I the saying. skill of a good host. It would be a skill that of a good be. host and a co-host, and yeah. we are both hosts of the show. No, so the guy who plays Lucas kind of reminds me of Sean Hayes. Okay, like Who's if Sean, Sean Hayes? Hayes had a brother, like it's kind, okay. he has kind of a a vibe to him. Let's take a step back. Define yes. who the hell that is. <laughs> For those of you who are wondering, uh, Will and Grace, he played Jack McFarlane. He's been in stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll give you that. Um, That sounds about right to me. It just, it... It was kind of the general look to him, and like yeah. it was his. He just reminded me of him first. That was my first thought. Well, I would agree I entirely. At. I think that's. Uh, I think that's a fair comparison to make. <laughs> and the one girl from uh, the one girl who t- eventually takes her gear off. Incidentally, ladies and gentlemen, there are boobies in this movie. There are boobies in this movie. It's not from the eighties. This movie is two thousand twelve. But no, there's still boobies in this movie. Well, there usually is. <laughs> most movies we pick out apparently have movies in them. Oh, well, that's because there's, I mean, most B movies are usually going to have some, something like that just so they can make that sale. True. You know, cause like it's a B movie. So like if a kid's trolling for stuff that they can get away with buying it, like, I just like B movies, mom. Yeah. And you know, it turns out to be B zombies. Movies, I mean, boobies. movies with bees in them. <laughs> uh, see what I did there. I did, I did. see what you did there. And I'm- I saw what I did there. Pretty sure Pretty that awesome. was insulting. What? <laughs> to who? B movies? To her. Anyway, she takes her <laughs> gear off <laughs> at one point in the movie for no real like it didn't serve really a good purpose of the story. That's why I think it was just kind of like, all right, how are we going to sell this movie? Yeah, got it. Take your gear off. And there was only <laughs> one who agreed to do it. Yes. 
Yeah. So of course that was the one that had to have the uh, the 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 medical tattoo on her. Yeah. Of course as well. <laughs> yeah. Although it didn't need to be called out that that happened. No. Like in that in that particular scene, which I think kind of have I think honestly having a shower scene, pretty bad taste. Mm-hmm. Like even for a movie that's clearly kind of making, like. It's using the Nazi element just so it's they can make a Mecha Hitler. It's like they saw Cards Against Humanity and wanted to make a movie. <laughs> like, we love this Cards Against Humanity game. I know what we should do. So we Mecha made it Hitler. 15 minutes, and the surprise... <laughs> oh, not really a surprise at all. Yeah, I gave some extra time. The whole thing that... One of the like main things that, that Dr. Yo, Yo, Josef, or how do you Joseph... Joseph... Mandela. Uh, the the whole like main thing that he's trying to do. Not only is it that he's trying to prolong him and the other zo- another other Nazis from dying, but it's also to reborn revitalize Hitler's head. Not the, the rest of him. Nope. Just, just his, his head, head. Yep. On a giant metal robot. Which is the best place to put giant metal heads? Well, on top of a giant metal robot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally That's agree. what my experience with Futurama has taught me. This is true. I did feel like he that that top part of Mecha Hitler uh-huh. looks like the jars that the heads are kept in in Futurama. Oh, please, that was obviously a <laughs> the, pull. The whole thing, because like the whole, it looked like they could have just like twisted his hell his head off the yeah. top of the body and you went, know, put it, it on another like, body. What is it? It's like one of the uh, it's one of the first season episodes where. Um, was it Nixon? Nixon becomes president of Earth again. Yeah, and he steals Bender's body. It looks yes. just like the second body that he gets a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about that. Oh, oh it's so bad. Oh, Mecha, Mecha Hitler. Mecha Hitler, who who I did like the the tiny the detail that like they put the bullet hole. Yeah, on his temple. Because you, you you yelled that out. You're like, but he shot himself. In the head. In the head. Yeah. And then, like, right after that, you see that they did actually have, like, a scab on the temple of his head yeah. where the bullet had entered into his skull. Like, they, okay, they right. actually did pay that much attention. <laughs> okay. See, now, well, this is, okay, so they revitalize his head, but the way they do it is completely... Ugh. Yes. There it's is, so disturbing. There is a couple, there's two disturbing things in this movie. If you can get past the fact that they're pulling skin off of people. That's not that disturbing. No, you can, if you can get past that. I mean, the movie is rated R yeah, for clearly. reasons. Yeah. Um, if you can get past that, yeah, there's two disturbing scenes. One, where the aforementioned lady who shows her boobies, yeah. um, the reason why she shows her boobs is, no, there's no reason why she shows her boobs. Well, the thinnest veil of a reason why she shows her boobs is there because you go. nailed it. Uh, <laughs> nailed it. Uh, is because they proceed to have uh, basically rape her. The zombies, the Nazis. Not basically. They rape they her. Rape her. You don't I mean, see you don't it. see it. Yeah, it's, it's implied. It's one of those where the camera backs out of the room and they all kind of like converge on her and the door yeah, shuts. Yeah, yeah. And then she and dies. she's the one who looks like she's from Law and Order. Yes. Like, there's a DA or something on Law and Order who she reminds me of exactly. Yes. I she... bet they're cousins or something. <laughs> probably Internet is. help. <laughs> um, well, let's see here. 18-year-old so... virgin. <laughs> Nazis at the center of the earth. Here yeah. we go. I got to find my things. So go hey, find I'm not as good as hiding things as you are, apparently. Yeah, well, because you describe everything that you're doing to the people listening. <laughs> which which girl was that? Which was the one? Uh, oh, Maria Pallas. That was yes. her name. She has, however, not been on... And Law she's and not related to anyone, according to any of this. Nope. She, this she one, just really wanted to show her gear off. 
And this is the first movie that she did. Yep. <laughs> and then she dies. But that's the first of the two disturbing scenes. The second really. scene Not is really. that one of the other girls, uh, the <laughs> the one named May that I kept making jokes about her name, uh-huh. yeah. um, which her name actually is May. Her full name, her character's name is May Yun. Yeah. So, but they kept like pronouncing like May Young, like May Yun, like it was her full first name, and it was uh-huh. a little uh-huh. confusing. But uh, she gets killed. Big surprise. She's part of the research team as well. Uh, a lot of people die in this movie. Just also throwing that out there. They uh, they they take her. They cut open the top of her head. They mm-hmm. suck out brain or it would be stem cells. Isn't that what that is? Right. Are, are you uh, trying to get to the really disturbing part? Because this yes. isn't the disturbing part. No, no, this is not the disturbing part. And no. they try to use that to rejuvenate what you don't know is Mega Hitler yet. And then they get pissed. Well, then it turns out that one of the other women who is kind of with... No, she is. She's with... So she's she, with Jake Busey. She's with Jake Busey in the movie, because uh, surprise, Jake Busey's a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Um, they, uh, she reveals that she's pregnant, and yeah, I'm assuming it's his kid. Well, yeah, I'm I assuming think that's pretty obvious. Is that implied because of what happens at the end too, like them being yeah. together this whole time, I guess. Um, but the so what he does is he knocks her out, straps her to a table, and then proceeds to remove the unborn fetus yeah it's uh, from her okay, body so, with a vacuum cleaner <laughs> that that's how abortions I'm, I'm well aware you know i'm not gonna go into this because <laughs> i don't like it but uh we're i just don't want to discuss it no point is he uh gets some stem cells in a very unpleasant fashion yes when i think what they can do now is just kind of harvest them the same way that they do um like uh, paternity tests uh, in utero or uh, look for genetic diseases in utero where they okay. just kind of shove a, which still isn't pleasant, they <laughs> shove a big needle into the uh, woman's uh, engorged belly. Engorged. That makes it sound weird. It um, does. <laughs> the pregnant area of the woman <laughs> and into the uterine wall and all that stuff and yep. then suck out some cells and then throw them onto a plate and see what's up. But his plan instead was, of course, to just vacuum it out of her and they even turned the vacuum on which seemed so unnecessary to me (laughs) like you weren't aware of what he was going to do when he's holding this obvious the end of a vacuum cleaner (laughs) yeah and it was like okay this is like okay so this movie in general Mm -hmm. not horrendous no like it's not good but it's also not steven seagal What's the name of that movie we watched? Steven Seagal. I'm never going to remember it. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh, man. You actually made me forget what the name of that movie was called. Okay, so Steven Seagal. We're just going to call it Steven Seagal movie. <laughs> or just Steven Seagal. We won't call it SS because that'd be weird. So the Steven Would Seagal be. movie, that was just completely horrendous. Yes. Right? yes. This one is not good, certainly, but it's also not terrible. Against the dark. But those two scenes? Yep. Yeah. Do you think it makes it worse than the Against the Dark because of yeah, those two scenes? Because they're unnecessary. So we officially have a movie that is worse on the spectrum than I Against the Dark, okay. but not for the same reasons. I don't think it's worse. I still think Against the Dark's a far worse movie. Okay, so this is right above Against the Dark. This is above Against the Dark. Okay, so what are the movies we've watched? <laughs> All right, so I here's gotta what we got to get a pen out or something. <laughs> here's what we got. Here's what we I got. We have Death Stalker. Are you, you going to start writing these down? I can't find a writing utensil. <laughs> You're sitting in front of a computer. Can't you just type? Type it out. That <laughs> sounds terrible. <laughs> click, 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 click. That sounds terrible. So, Alrighty. all right. So here's yeah, what the movies Death we've Stalker, watched. We've done that one. Death Stalker, yeah. Against the Dark, 
And that's uh, Steven Seagal. That's Steven Seagal. Yeah, I'm <laughs> AKA Steven Seagal. <laughs> I'm not calling it by its name. It's not happening. Steven Seagal. Right, we have then we do? Radio Land Murders. Yeah, Radio Land, which I loved. Yep. yep. And then we have Dan. Far Cry. Far Cry. Right, right, right. And then we have Boon Raku. Did we release that one yet? Well, at the time of this episode being premiered, it has been released. Oh, okay. <laughs> As you can see, I'm into the well-oiled machine. Is yes. That really it? That's all the stuff that we've talked about. Yeah, really and then this movie. That's all we've done oh, so far. And then, and then Nazis. And then Nazis. Alrighty. So where are we on our rating system? Let's kind of, we'll just kind of wrap this up. All right. So let's <laughs> wrap rating. it up. <laughs> we've only been talking for like 40-some minutes. Okay, so I put Radio Land number one. I think okay. that's the best movie we've watched so far. Yes. Right? Yep. I think Deathstalker is right in the middle. Okay. So like an even middle ground yeah. for... And then Bunraku probably right after Radioland Murders. Yeah. You agree to that one? Yep, yep. Like so right below it, right? Then we got number three is Deathstalker. Then we got Far Cry. Do I... Well, okay. Is Far Cry better than Deathstalker? I think this is going to be our rating system, incidentally, is we're just going to rank the movies we've seen, <laughs> and it's just going to be a living list. It might as well be. Yeah. Because then you can really get the idea of what movies we like the best. But then we can also just do a simple spectrum. There's the movies with the worst, and then the movie that's the best, and then in the middle, and we can place it in between those. Exactly. Is but Death Star- oh, Okay. I don't know. Where would you Where would you put Death, Death Stalker? I mean, it's... Death Stalker? It wasn't... No. I mean, for being the first movie, I'm like, I can't, can't imagine they're going to get any worse than this. But... Oh. They oh, did ruin that idea. Yeah. <laughs> they got really bad, and I actually just found myself longing for simpler times of Deathstalker. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think I'm actually going to put okay. My, me personally, yes. I got Radio Land first. Yes, Bunraku second. Yep. Third is going to be Deathstalker. Okay, I think that's where I have to put that. Fourth is going to be Far Cry, mm-hmm. and then Nazis, and, and then, then of Steven course Seagal. Steven Seagal's last. <laughs> I think that's my list. Okay. I would have to agree with that. I think I think on the spectrum right now, what we have seen so far, this movie is just above Steven Seagal. Yeah. Because it... I enjoy... I, I, I Like I said in the beginning, I have a weird place. Like, I kind of enjoy the Asylum movies as much as I like to hate on them. But... Well, I mean, they're crappy B-movies, and you kind of enjoy them for what they are. Because it's just they're like crappy watching, B-movies. What is it? Space Mutiny? Oh, Yes. Yes. Like you watch that, you're like, this is hilarious. It's not just because the guys are making fun of it, which is also hilarious. Yes. But that, make, that does make it entertaining. Yeah. And the movie itself is just, it's terrible, but it's not horrendous. Like, Steven Seagal is terrible. That movie. That movie's just bad. Had no, almost, almost no redeeming qualities to it. Had it had that one redeeming scene that I really liked. That they kind of screwed up the end of. Remember when she's filing her teeth down? Yes. I yes, thought yes. that was badass. But then they screwed it up by like her using a knife instead of like, well, that doesn't make sense. But you can't, it, you can't, yeah. Yeah, you know, you can't redeem an entire movie based upon one scene alone, you know? No, not like, at all. That's what, that's, that was the sad thing was that it really just, yeah, no. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Def- definitely. Definitely. definitely yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ugh, but man. it's definitely one of those where, yeah this this movie's <laughs> low low on the spectrum right and if it didn't have those two scenes i might move it like in a scale version of our of our ranking system i would probably move it closer to the middle but it's pretty far down just because i think those two scenes are unnecessary mm-hmm. and heinous for no reason so you know? because of the unnecessary scenes you get it it because it, it sticks with you because I mean I'm sorry yeah. it's kind of hard to forget about a woman having her unborn baby vacuumed out of her yeah it's like okay really and the not it was actually like it, for what this movie is 
which is clearly a B movie, mm-hmm. was pretty. Is her, she acted her ass off? Yeah, it? she did act, and that was the thing. The for the for a handful of, of times in this movie, the acting is actually good in spots. I would I would argue that it's pretty good in most of the places. It's just some of the actors go. Well, we're not counting Jake Busey. Uh, <laughs> we can't we can't include him. He doesn't count, is what I, you're saying? I'm sorry, he does not count at all. <laughs> That's just mean. It's true. I I'm mean, not disagreeing. I'm just saying it's mean. <laughs> Come on, it's Jake Busey. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Why do you gotta be that way? I don't know. I got a weird vibe from the Buseys altogether. So just, just all two of them. Just all two all, of them. Are all really two weird. of them. All two acting Buseys. You know, Mr. Joshua and yeah. his son. But it's, it's just. Yeah, I mean the the other the other leads are really good. The guy who plays Joseph Bengla is pretty good, I think, mm-hmm. the whole time. What's her face? The girl from uh, Street Fighter, <laughs> the, um, the one who plays the Mei Yun. No, 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 not the girl. That's that. Would that be Chun Li? The other one, oh. the German, the German one. Oh, the, who clearly is wearing right. the stuff. That would have been. Like she belongs yeah, it's in. the chick that played uh, that played Paige, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Blonde hair girl, wasn't it? Yes, yes, Paige. yes. Dominique who, Swain, who she's been in some things over the years like more stuff than half these other guys half yeah. these other actors have been and she's in. like she's actually like constantly working it looks like she's yeah. been working pretty steady since ooh, 2000 it looks like ironically her first film was face off she was in lolita the uh 97 version yeah oh yeah hey look at that with she jeremy was irons. the lead in it with jeremy irons which... wow she started off strong and then i wonder what happened yeah man <laughs> See, the, the asylum is where good people go to kind of act and get a paycheck. No, it's not. It's okay. It's the asylum films are where good actors go to get a paycheck. And there's nothing wrong with that. No, you know what? And here's my theory about some of these movies, even though I might sound like I hate on them a lot more than I should. Again, I kind of like these movies. Mm-hmm. I don't mind B movies because I think as an actor, you're going to want to just do something completely different and out of the norm. Okay. 12 days of filming. She was probably needed for eight days of that, you yeah. think? Right. So it was a week worth of filming. She got a paycheck, moved on to the next project, and it was just mm-hmm. some stupid little thing that she did when she had some spare time. You know, okay, if she got paid 20 grand, if I got paid 20 grand to do something for a week, I'd be happy. I would I would do it for like two grand for a week. <laughs> tell you the truth. She's got two grand for a week of doing stuff like this? Well, it's more than I make at work. That's true. So. That's true. Anything more than the amount of money that I make during a normal week at work would be, be good. It'd be a fun experience, too. I mean, like, yeah, I shot a movie in a week. Yeah, I paid $2,000 for it. <laughs> and, was it yeah. good? Oh, God, no. no. It was terrible, but, you know. Oh, I don't even put it on my IMDb page. I keep asking <laughs> them to take it off. <laughs> they keep putting it back on. Because I have an IMDb page. Do you have an IMDb chapter? I think you do. We I both do have, have IMDb yes, pages. Do. Ladies and gentlemen, if you feel like looking at our IMDb pages, Jeff will include the links inside <laughs> of this. <laughs> yes, I will. At the bottom of this podcast page on ghosthat.net for this episode, you can find... <laughs> our IMDb page links and see all the amazing things that we have done. And I'm not being sarcastic when I say amazing. This stuff we do is pretty amazing. Not true. Not, not, not all of it. No, I'm pretty sure most of it is. Really? Yeah. You don't remember making a time travel movie? We made movies. <laughs> Shut up. You don't, uh, you don't remember that? <laughs> you don't remember how you're shoving your hand up a puppet's ass for the next like month and a half? Hey, you know what? That's damn fun. <laughs> I'm sure it is. I can't wait to start doing it. It is damn fun, sir. Yeah. What were we talking about? Nazis oh, so at the Nazis center of the, the, center of the earth. <laughs> so 
Well, there's a couple little little things that I want to talk about that we have not really talked about uh, to complete detail. Number one, um, the the fact that all mad scientist doctors, for some reason, tend to always pick up a scalpel Mm -hmm. and glare at it. They do. They kind of, they lust after it almost. Yes. It's like they have some sort of weird, like, Fix like fixation on just this is a scalpel and I'm going to cut somebody with this like just hmm. really okay maybe that's why they became doctors in reality is because they had that weird because they're like scalpels are awesome you know what I'm gonna do doctor <laughs> doctor. <laughs> doctor. <laughs> doctor 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 so it's true good point and he yeah. and he of course does it. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. Joseph does it in this film. Yeah, but only once. The rest of the time, he seems to be picking up like a hacksaw. <laughs> he pack up a hacksaw. He oh, no. he's... when he hands the one to Paige, he actually kind of like, yeah, look at this scalpel. <laughs> nice, right? Are you a doctor? You should do the same thing. And then doctor? she kind of does it too a little bit. <laughs> and they both sit there for like a half hour, going, doctor, doctor, doctor. Meanwhile, what's his face? <laughs> Love interest boy. What was his name? <laughs> I should watch these <laughs> movies with a better. <laughs> Lucas. Lucas. That was his Lucas name. Is Lucas is his character's name. Lucas is just laying there going, uh, guys. I swear we know these characters. I swear we watched this movie. <laughs> we watched the movie. I just don't remember people's names. That just if shows it's bad you. enough, I don't even remember what the name of the movie is, Steven Seagal. <laughs> the Steven Seagal movie called Steven Seagal. Ugh. But it, yeah. uh, yeah, so it, it always happens in, in most movies. He, he, but he, yeah, it's true. He doesn't, he doesn't do it more than twice. But he mm-hmm. does snap his already on rubber gloves, which was kind of weird. Yeah, and it's well on too. Yeah, it's not like he was putting it on and no. then kind of like tank, tank, you know, like like he forgot at he was putting it on. He's yeah. like, oh, this isn't quite on. <laughs> he he yanked down a little bit on the glove, yeah. but it was it was like already kind of stretched. That was about it. So when he let go, it didn't really like snap back to his skin like it should have. It just kind of no. like just kind of like moved back closer to his skin. But the Foley guy. Oh, the Foley guy. We gotta talk about Foley guy. Yes. So Foley guy put that snap in. Foley guy had one heck of a time. (laughs) He was loving it. (laughs) He almost loving it too much. (laughs) I I think maybe his stomach was hungry the whole time, so he put that noise in, because it's like this, every time that there's like an eye blink or like a pustule being pushed for nothing coming out, it's still like... And you're like, oh, that's unpleasant. And Basically, then you think, oh, man, I haven't eaten dinner yet. <laughs> it just made you hungry. Yeah, I did, because it just made me hungry, because it sounds like uh, my stomach growls sometimes. <laughs> it's true. It was really, it was, it was really bad. It, Damn, the, over the top, over the top sound yes. effects. The, like, everything was foleyed. Oh, the it, footsteps were pretty, pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah. The footsteps of the Nazi shoulders were... Like, yes, they were in time. It wasn't like the Steven Seagal movie where the footsteps didn't even make sense, where they were right. being footstepped. 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 Stepped. Where they were being stepped on. <laughs> Things happened. <laughs> like, at, least, at, least, at least feet were hitting ground yep. at some point. Yep. Uh, it was Foley guy. And we should, who's the Foley guy? Who's the Foley guy give for props this movie? to Foley on this movie. We, you, are you finding it? Are you finding the crew? Let's, well, once again, I You know what? There's, hide. there's no credit for Foley. I don't. Uh, there's usually not a Foley. It's just usually the sound engineer. Isn't there it? was like eight sound guys. Um, okay. Sound re-recording mixer and so- supervising sound editor was Brett Bach. Yeah. But there was not a. There was a sound mixer, three additional sound editors, one sound designer, 
That's him. So that must be the guy, right? Sound designer. Steve Neal. Congratulations, Steve Neal, on your wonderful foley in this particular film. Steve Neal, what else have you done, Steve Neal? I'm kind of curious to know. I have a I have a feeling that Steve has a ringtone that's just. He did his own ringtone. Like that, that's the ringtone that comes on. Uh, he's oh actually done some stuff. Yes, he's he been ha- in... Holy cow. Uh, by the got, way. Well, I mean, it's a sound guy. He, so. do, he does a lot of asylum films. Well, why not? You use the people you know, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But he also did, like, Penguins in Madagascar. And he did the Jersey Shore. Real what, ADR? Housewife, dubbing stage engineer. Yeah. yeah. All the ADR. So, I bet those guys all work at a studio. And these guys, together, they just, and yeah. everyone just, because he's also got, what, Gone Baby Gone as a credit on here. He did the Knight Rider uh, remake. <laughs> he did SpongeBob. Yeah, that's the boy. Also did Saw 5. He's done some editing. He's done some designing. He's done some uh, boom operating. <laughs> I've done that. <laughs> yes, you have. We all I have, have done, done that. that. I don't think I've gotten credit for it yet. You know. It's one of those things I still have to get. I am to be uh, like officially on the on the on I am to be is that what you're yeah. saying? Yeah, because remember that's one of my goals is to get as many of those little that's, things as possible. That's true, and you are you are getting up there. I'm working you, on it. You are you are working on it, and you are getting up there quite fast for yeah. that matter. So yeah, well, so you know that's what happens when you say, "Hey, can I just get this title so I can have it?" And then <laughs> Dan, you have credits for writer, actor, producer, camera, electrical department, editorial department, sound department, stunts. I've done it all, to be fair. Yep, and I, I officially have done it. Wonder by yourself. Why do I have a self? Well, for some reason they're crediting Simon Says because it was a documentary. They're crediting you as a self instead of the character. Maybe we need to change that to be mockumentary. I think we do. Well, Well, see, what I don't have is my Foley credit. Oh no, there it is, Foley artist. Yep. So that happened. That happened. A little, have... little insight into our world, ladies and gentlemen. The movie Unknown Spectre has a point where someone gets hit on the head. Yep. This was for a 48-hour film festival. Yes. So it's 10 o'clock on Sunday. We have to turn in at... What time <laughs> 10 o'clock like on six. Saturday. No, it was a Sunday. So then if it's... Oh, you mean 10 a.m. This, this on was Saturday. after we had been up all night, remember? Yes, yes, Reshooting yes. everything. So we needed that sound. So Dan, in his ever-brilliant wisdom, took a microphone and a camera because that's where we're recording everything. We didn't have special <laughs> recording equipment. Nope. And we should he have. just hit himself in the head a couple of times. And that's where that foley comes from. You know what it sounds like? Someone getting hit on the head. So yes. I did a good job, in my opinion. Yes, you did. And Darn right. You got credit for it. Whoa, I'm not in that. <laughs> well, let's my, hold off on critiquing our... Uh... Look at three down on my acting credits. What the heck is that? <laughs> three down... Pause wow. the podcast. I'm confused. <laughs> Hold on. I don't know, but uh Can I say it is, I wasn't in that? <laughs> you you got credited as it. Um Yeah. Torbjorn. Got... <laughs> That's not you. Hey, that people have portraits in that thing. I should keep it on. <laughs> we there. don't have money to afford we portraits. We don't have portraits. Okay, well, since we're at about an hour, let's. Um... <laughs> oh, are we still doing the podcast? We're still I'm doing sorry. the podcast. We I just got to we talk about is, my IMDb page. This I is have. what happens when we don't have a guest and when it's just Dan and I talking, because this is pretty we're much just, how our normal conversations go. go. It's pretty much just like this. I'm okay with talking. So Nazi zombies. So uh, <laughs> let's let's do some wrap up thoughts, Jeff. Let's do some wrap up thoughts. Does that so, sound like a good idea? Let's do that. We'll do here. Let me do let me do my drinking rules. You do that first, then we'll do some wrap up thoughts, and then we'll do our, my wrap up thoughts. So right. I have I got five drinking rules for this movie, um, just because yeah they're pretty good. There's four shots and one finish your drink. So all right, here we go, kids. Number one, 
Take a shot every time Jake Busey gives a piece of scientific knowledge. So pretty much there's like three times. Number two, take a shot every time someone turns out to be a bad guy. Wah, wah. Number three, take a shot. Uh, shot. Bleh. Okay. Hmm. Let's take a double shot. Let's take one shot here, guys. Take a shot every time a character talks about their mo Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm not even reading my own stuff right. Whew. Let's try this again. Take a shot every time a character talks, but their mouth doesn't move. Take a sh number four, take a shot for a jump away from an explosion. And number five, finish your drink for Mecha Hitler. Because <laughs> when that happens, you're watching going, really? This is awesome? No, you're saying, oh my God, it's Mecha Hitler. This is awesome. I couldn't believe they actually did the Mecha Hitler. That was that my was, problem. It was surprising. Like I said, I think they uh, were playing cards against humanity. One guy was playing Cards Against Humanity, the other guy was playing Wolfenstein, the old-fashioned <laughs> video game, and just went, this is perfect, we I need to make this. got an idea for a movie, and then they realized that they had a bunch of that snow left over from Christmas. Yep. And they were like, got it. And they were, they were filming out at their warehouse out in the Southern California Southern mountains. Southern California. And they're just like, hey, we could totally make a movie, right? In 12 days? <laughs> Sounds almost like a bet, like a like like it was it was a bet. Someone's like, I bet you can't make a movie for you know shoot a movie in twelve days and make the whole thing in four months. But you can't do it with two. I'll give you two hundred thousand dollars, but you can't do it. And if they lost, they had to pay back the two hundred thousand. It was a great story, Jeff. It was a great story. This is what I do. <laughs> uh, so, so final thoughts. <laughs> final thoughts. Final thoughts. Makeup in this movie actually not bad at all. Yes, no, no. Not the at makeup all. looked good. I mean, it wasn't like some amazing. You could tell that there was prosthetics every once in a while. Yeah. If I was going to throw it by face off, I've watched for the last four, five four years. Five, I think this is the fifth season. Five, five seasons. I've yeah. watched for the last five seasons. In fact, it's on in the background. Yes. Um, <laughs> I wish I could tell you what was going on. I've been actually talking to you instead. Um, oh well, that's nice. I'm glad you were paying good. attention. Like you, to... you can see the edges of the prosthetics that they yes. used, but the like the actual painting is pretty good. Probably a little dark. That's the see. That's the thing. That's exactly the point that I was just realizing. What you mentioned about face off, like that's the stuff yeah. that I notice now too. Is like okay, they went a little too dark with the makeup here. Or that doesn't quite look realistic enough mm -hmm. for probably what they were trying to achieve. Yeah, I think that. Uh... I think that uh, they would be a little on them for how dark they made some of the skin, but otherwise it's just really not bad. And like the special effects, not the visual effects, not like the CG stuff, but the special yeah. effects in the movie are done pretty well. Yeah. The little know? blue balls do really good. The disintegrating people actually looks pretty good. Yeah. Like it actually, it was not bad. Like they, hmm. they, for again, for how long did you say? A month? Four yeah, weeks? Four weeks. That's not bad at all for all the stuff that they acquired, you know, they got done. Now, obviously, some mm. stuff suffered because it was four weeks, but... Well, I mean, again, look at the movie that they're trying... They know they make B-movies. Yeah. This is not, like, a surprise to them. They know exactly what they're doing. They're purposely trying to make a movie that, more than likely, you'll probably laugh at. Yeah. And Not necessarily out loud, but... <laughs> no, just going like, oh, really? <laughs> like, stuff like that. Like, that's the stuff they're hoping they're going to get And, I mean, you. if you think about... They, listen, they made money... Yeah. To get their stuff on Netflix. Netflix pays people. When you put a movie on Netflix, Netflix pays you to allow them to put it there. Yep. So someplace, someone made money for the thing. And every time, maybe, I don't know if there's like a licensing deal with Netflix. Like every time someone watches your flick, there's some sort of like, hey, you... now next time they make a movie that sucks, they can throw it up there with Jake Busey. 
<laughs> I kind of hope for more. <laughs> I just assume Jake Busey's going to be in the rest of them. I it's don't just know why. from here until forever, it'll always be Jake Busey yeah. in the Asylum films. <laughs> no, I mean, in general, it's not a it's not a bad. I think it suffers with those two scenes. Yeah, it's enjoyable. It's kind. Of, I think it's going to be fun to sit around and watch or listen to our commentary track, which will be coming available a couple more weeks. Damn Month it, of November, third week of November. That'll be third. Wow, third week of November. Well, actually, you know what? We we're really banked that far. Well, we will. We will bank that. Well, because I figured Bunaku. What's coming out this week? Well, I figured Bunaku would be the. Or we didn't really talk that much on that one, did we? You know what? No, screw not it. The, no, not the commentary. The one we we no, actually I recorded the with the wonderful TC DeWitt at TC's Big Head. Oh, that's right. Oh, right? oh yeah. No, that 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 one uh, that one is Bunaku. That's this week, right? Yeah, that's this week. As we discuss oh, business. <laughs> you know what? Okay, sorry, folks. That happened last week. Hi, welcome to this podcast. <laughs> no, no, no. I think they can understand that we record these things ahead of time. To We're currently extent. recording this on the Tuesday before the Bunraku episode comes out. So. No, the Tuesday of. Yeah, before. It comes out tomorrow. Tomorrow comes, at like midnight. It comes out on Wednesdays at 6 when? p.m. Oh, that's a weird release time. <laughs> you know. No wonder I can never download it at work. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do I need to make them come out sooner? Apparently, yeah, like I do. Yeah, like three when I'm getting ready to go home. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So what the hell are we talking about? We're the commentary. We definitely will put the commentary up for this one because I think we did a pretty, we did a pretty fun uh, commentary while watching this movie. It was yeah, I like this it one. was pretty entertaining. So, so, so let look, it come out. Look we're going to do what? Bunraku and then what? We're going to do Rotten Tomatoes, I think, right? Rotten we're, Tomatoes. No, right. Killer Tomatoes. Attack of the gonna, or Revenge of no, the Killer Tomatoes. We're going to watch Rotten Tomatoes, the website. <laughs> the website, and then review, and, and then talk about the movie. Talk about <laughs> the movie review website. We're going to review the movie review. That's it. That's meta right there. That is meta. It's so meta that my head hurts trying Wrapping to, up this movie, though. Wrapping up this movie. So, yes. Yeah, so not that bad. is not bad. It's not good. It's all right. I don't mind it. I'm Give like, it I don't. If I'm ever like on a Saturday morning where it's just kind of. Don't have anything to do. I might throw it on in the background just to see some parts again, just because it's kind of funny. Right. Just to watch Gary Busey give science facts. <laughs> science with Jake Busey. <laughs> Wasn't Giller Busey. But it's not like Radio Land Murders where I have actively rewatched that one. Oh, I would watch new- Radio Land Murders over. I over rewatched again. it last night. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> it's like my new thing to turn on while I'm like getting ready for bed or going to sleep or something. <laughs> I love just because the, the dialogue is so beautiful. I love listening to it. It is and I haven't, well. I haven't bothered myself with it yet, like because I can't watch Marx Brothers movies anymore because I know the dialogue so well mm-hmm. that yep. I just can't do it. <laughs> just like, can't I know do exactly it. what they're going to say. This isn't funny. So except for certain bits, like I can always watch the contract scene that never gets old. <laughs> that is a good part. scene. In all fairness, I will give you that much. Yeah. That is a good scene. It's good, uh, well-written dialogue. Well-written this, dialogue. This movie, just not so much well-written dialogue, except for the medical stuff. <laughs> yes. Which, which I, which may be not even entirely accurate. Maybe we could, we just, we're, we're not saying we're experts in dialogue when it comes to medical dialogue, but to us, sounded legit, you know? Yeah. And, and, you know, if somebody said, if they asked us, hey, was that, you know, was that real dialogue or was that just something somebody made up? I'd probably go, well, it sounded like it was real, you know? Listen, there was words. Some of them sounded a little Latin. And so they said them with confidence, which sometimes, like I said, the movie's not acted bad. It's actually acted pretty good. You can only rise up so much crap, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Very true. Very true. And with that, folks, <laughs> that is the that is the end of Nazis at the center of the earth. Wait, are um, you saying that defines our podcast, too? <laughs> what? What you just said? <laughs> yeah. And you can't rise above so much crap. 
That should be that our uh, that should be our outro right there. That'll be our tag off. We'll try to rise above our own crap, and then we'd like salute. Good night, I saluted. Folks. Did you salute? I salute. I, I did salute. Actually, it did felt you? right to do. Yes, it seems good. We if... rise above our own crap, and that's when you salute right on crap. Yep. It's, so it's up at the brow, and then crap. crap. And that's when it goes away. <laughs> All right, folks. I don't want that to be our sign-off. <laughs> We're still looking for a sign-off. If anybody has any ideas, post please on the us. yeah. Please let us know. Post on the uh, the comments on the page on ghosthat.net or post on our Facebook, facebook.com/ghosthat. Either one of those will definitely work. And or just let us, us know. What? You could tweet us, too. Oh, you could tweet us. You can tweet yeah. us on yeah. our... Do you want to give our personal ones? or you want? Well, I'm our... fine with giving my... Per... No one follows me anyway. What's That's... it going to change? There you go, Dan. So what is your personal ghost... <laughs> my personal ghost hat? My personal ghost hat's a fedora. Oh. Uh, it's got a little ghost feather in it. It's a callback to the actual original logo of the company. Which oh. I liked. I wish you'd bring back. I will. I thought that was a badass thing. So, Dan, where are you at on your Twitter? business cards were cool. Dan. I should get some business cards. Dan. What do we need for dinner? <laughs> All right, what? folks. Well, I'll see you guys. My Twitter handle Twitter is handle. at brief underscore Casey. Brief Casey is my Twitter handle. I thought up by the amazing Jeff Bell. That was me. I'm pretty proud of that if one. If you're wondering why there's an underscore in there, it's because someone else had a private account that was brief Casey without an underscore, and I still wanted it. <laughs> so you claimed it. Because I was a little drunk when I did that. <laughs> I think I remember so, that. Uh, I yeah, because I was texting you the yes, whole time. Yes, you were. <laughs> I was like, Jeff, I need a Twitter handle. <laughs> I still like Brief Casey. So, at okay. Brief Casey. <laughs> underscore. Underscore in between Brief and Casey. I am Random Bell. Pretty much anywhere on fa- anywhere online that you see Random Bell, for the most part, it's generally me. So, I'm Twitter.com slash Random Bell. Or you can follow our Ghost at Twitter, which will be all of our posts that we post on our Facebook pages and all of our different podcasts. Go to there as well. That is Twitter.com slash ghost hat movies all one word no underscores there also so. go to stamps.com slash WTF <laughs> enter the promo code nerdist 10 and wait no that's not right that's, that's not a, right that's I not even steal, us I'm stealing Myra's joke that's just rude <laughs> could, could, could Chris Harwick get mad at me in absentia for, for, for making that joke for making him more money well, no, because it's slash WTF. It doesn't oh, make him more money. That's, that's true. Um, who is that? TJ Miller's podcast, isn't it? I think so. That sounds about right. No, is no, it? uh, no. Wasn't that Mark Marion? No, not WTF. Well, you said WTF, didn't you? Isn't WTF? I thought that was. Oh, it is Mark Marion. Not <laughs> crap. Well, I don't want to make money from Mark Marion. <laughs> I retract everything I just. I said. retract that joke. <laughs> nah, I don't. I think it's funny because it pisses hard work off so much when Myra does it. Oh. Uh. It's funny stuff. I just All right, hang folks. Out with Myra, he's wonderful. Thank you, Dan. Seriously, what the heck is this random Blackheart mural at the movies thing that's on my IMDb page? We'll look it up in a minute, okay, Dan? All right. <laughs> After the podcast, all right? <laughs> okay. All right, thanks you. Thanks for being here, Dan. Yay me. Yay you. Thanks for being here, Jeff. Thank you. Yay me. Yay. Yay. And we'll see you guys next time where we watch. Oh, wait, what was the next one? <laughs> it was the commentary episode, followed by our special Halloween episode of Return oh, of really? the Kill. Yes, commentary episode will be next. Okay. What and are the episodes? Let's hear it. Return. We <laughs> We're going to go that through one. this all again. <laughs> bye, everybody. And that one. And then... <laughs> okay, goodbye. Go, go watch a movie. There, that's that. No, that's, that can't be here. It's, it's not all gold. That's our sign off. I've decided. It's not all gold. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're done with the podcast now. Cut it.
For more information about this and other programming, visit our official website at www.ghostat.net.